welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hi guys and welcome back to the Chick Chat podcast. This week I am joined by Sylvie. Hello. Hello. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. Tired, but not too bad. Oh, that's good. <laughs> to be fair, actually saying that, though, it is very early on in the week, so to be tired, yeah, need a rest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We need that three-day week. What is it? Yeah. Four-day four week has been announced? You know what? I mean, th- this four-day week was announced, and I was like, why could this not have been announced when I didn't work for myself? It's, oh, yeah. I'm happy for everyone, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, so I now need to try and get to, like, a three-day week just so I feel better <laughs> about myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. Okay, yeah, so we'll get straight into it. I'll let you introduce yourself and then I will get you to answer your either problem of the week or your tip of the week. So you can just merge that okay. all together. So tell us what you do, who are you, where are you based? Sure. So my name is Sylvie Natchiliango and um I am based in the UK in Hertfordshire and um I'm a strategic estates manager. And what that is, is essentially project management. I work in construction slash property. So my background has always been in property. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'm doing at the moment. And uh, worked for the NHS, but also I've done sort of private sector stuff previously. Um, In the evenings and on weekends, I also um, have my own business, which is called Career Minded Circles. And essentially what that is, is working with job seekers, uh, as well as professionals, just looking to advance and progress their careers. And so, yeah, we could talk about that in a bit more detail later, I'm sure. But yeah, that's a bit about me. Love it. Okay, so then what if you have a tip of the week or have you got a challenge of the week? Yeah, I think, to be honest... I guess it's a bit of both. I'll do both. That's allowed. So I think we've started off with me saying, oh, God, I'm so tired. I think that is and it's only a Monday. But I think it's that before before we've started, I think I mentioned to you that it's probably the busiest year that I've had as an adult, which sounds quite dramatic. But really, I've sat down and sort of looked at some of your questions and before we've come on here to just sort of reflect and I've then reflected over the whole year and I think the last time that I actually wasn't really properly doing anything was like the 13th of February (laughs) so yeah so I think it's trying to make sure for me that I don't overload myself is something that I've continued to struggle with but I think only because I've introduced this like obviously my new my business I'm trying to do loads of that obviously I've got my nine to five I think that has been my biggest challenge Mm. um so yeah uh in terms of what would I say I've just realized to be honest sometimes say no (laughs) sometimes say no and it's okay to say no I'm someone that usually feels bad yeah when I say no but I'm realizing like that's not sustainable yeah Um, just say no if you can't do something and I've said no to three people today in work look at you a little win (laughs) yeah can we give you a little clap for that love that 
So, do you know what? Actually, that's really funny because my, I think my challenge of the week, so I'm currently looking at, like, I'm really into manifestation and, like, looking at 2023, what do I want that to look like? And I yeah. feel like where you currently are, in terms of, like, boundaries and to say no, yeah. I was earlier in the year, but I never really sat and reflected on it. And now I'm looking at the end of the year and looking at where I want to be. So I had um, one of my clients um, that I work with, Josh Keegan, he was on the yeah. podcast recently and he asked, like, what do you want your life to look like? So I've really been, like, it's in my mind because, especially, right, you're a Zambian woman, you know exactly what it's like. No one else is going to understand this unless you are a daughter from an immigrant family. But when you are us... Your yeah. life is dedicated to other people. So in, in general, not even in like a horrible way. So it's really difficult to yeah. set boundaries. And that then goes over into work, into personal life, into so many places where I found that actually my challenge is now looking at, now I've become better at setting boundaries and saying no, even to my parents, which is huge. I'm now looking at next year going, yes. what do I actually want my life to look like next year? And it's me that's choosing. Yeah. That's me freaking me out so yes. much. Now it's like... Okay, but who yeah, are yeah. I do what I want to do and I'm not bothered that other people are upset with that? It's hard. Yes, yes, no, like 100% touching on like the culture thing. It's so big. I remember during um, Black History Month, mm-hmm. we had a like all staff call and culture came yeah. up. A lot of us definitely bring in how we are at home with our culture, with our family, with our friends into the workplace. And sometimes it's not appropriate. The fact that I'm going, I'm so proud of myself for saying no. Like, I feel like maybe some people who are from other cultures would just say no and they move on and it's fine. But also I feel like the people I've said no to have have understood Mm. why I've said no. Part of it was I'm wrapping up for the Christmas break. I won't be back until x y and z and they're like absolutely fine so i think most of the time we're actually more worried yeah um, about someone's reaction when in actuality it's most likely going to be fine and then if it's not going to be fine it's learning how to address and to as you say set those boundaries um to a you know why if unless i'm being completely unrealistic and unreasonable then no one's gonna have a problem with it so yeah for sure it do you know what it's funny because not only is it a mindset it is about mindset but Mm. then working this into what you do with career-minded circles so i'll get you to explain a bit more about that and like where where that came from i think what stands out there is the fact that in the workplace we are taking our culture with us and when you like for example if you already don't feel understood in your own culture and Speaking from my own experience, I am the firstborn daughter. I'm used to being in charge. I'm used to doing so much. And I do get so much love from my family and friends. But, yeah, like, I'm such an independent person that I don't know. Like, I found it really difficult to learn how to ask for help. So I would go into work wanting colleagues to understand me, wanting, thinking that, again, because I give my all in what I'm doing, because I want to grow my career, these people are going to understand me. They're going to appreciate me. They're going to give me yeah. and then they wouldn't do that and, and I'd be like yeah. what is going on I'd be really upset I'd be really frustrated and I, I, I've always said nine to five didn't suit me but my managers were yeah. my people where I'd have to like they'd just uh, allow me to change my nine to five to suit me because I knew I could do work 
but I've yeah. often struggled in what does that look like with your career so yeah tell us about career-minded circles and just everything like and any tips you'd have for anyone like us yeah no absolutely so career-minded circles we'll start with the name because a lot of people sometimes go what's with the name yeah. <laughs> obviously the career bit is very very obvious but like I said job seekers or not not sometimes it's not and my clients aren't always looking for a job but sometimes they're looking to progress um in the company that they're in they love the company that they're in but they just feel stuck or maybe they don't even know if they should switch um careers so it's 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 all of that it's a bit of coaching a bit of um direction and, and career development um the name career-minded circles the mindedness the minded bit is all about mindfulness um whether you're looking for a job or whether you are already in a job we've just touched on saying no when you've got too much on your plate it's those little things that especially if you are from a certain culture how are you how are you presenting yourself how are you showing up at work but also if I'm working with a job seeker Sometimes it's the little things that won't get you a job. So, yeah. for example, again, how are, you, how are you presenting yourself? If you're not coming across as, you know, there's loads of situational questions that they ask in interviews. How do you deal with conflict? How do you deal with different priorities? Yeah. Um, it's, it's making sure that you're coming across in that, like, confident way, but also you can stand up for yourself. Yeah. And um, so I try to combine the two things basically in my business, the mindful side, but also the, you know, we are professionals. We're at work to work. That's what we're being paid for. But also it's OK to say no. It's OK to say maybe not now, but I can help on the next project, yeah. um, et cetera. So that's what Career Minded Circles is is about, really. And then, of course, there's like the technical side of it the writing cvs but really i do try to combine the two things i really think and the reason i started career-minded circles to be honest is i remember when i graduated 2010 um not really having someone to just talk to like yeah. job hunting is not it, it's it's not easy and like we go from school we know you have to get a job when you finish yeah. school you finish college uni whatever it is you're doing no one really goes through the process of like you know you might apply for a job but you might not hear back you yeah. might apply for 50 but you might not hear back or you might think you've done really well but also like just overcoming some of those challenges but also celebrating the wins yeah. um it's such a big thing if I when I look back by the time I was 23 24 when I look back now I'm like wow I should have really given myself grace yeah, yeah um yeah so yeah that's that's in a nutshell what career-minded circles is about and what we're doing very 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 focused on making sure that we're not just drowning in the corporate world yeah do you know what I I love the way that you've even broken it down because I suppose the problems you were having back in what 2010 are still issues if anything it's it's even more difficult sometimes now because yeah. you kind of like I remember during the pandemic and yours gonna be made redundant and there was someone that I kind of know of like I'd worked with a brand and had known someone through this brand and they yeah. were someone um like freelancing to do some social media work and I was like 
I'm going to be a shoo-in for this. Like, I've got no problems whatsoever. And luckily, again, it was kind of someone that I knew of. I eventually didn't hear anything back. And I was like, okay, I just wanted to check, like, what's going on? Because I know I'd be great. And we know each other, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Basically saying, within two days, they had more than 200 applicants. And they were like, we literally just had to stop. And so when you sent yours, you were nowhere near those 200 applicants. So it was nothing to do with you. It was just that we're in an economy where lots of people want the same jobs. So, yeah, Yeah. I suppose everything that you're currently talking about that you did in 2010 is still there now. Like, what would your advice be now for anyone trying? Yeah. To be honest, what you've touched on, sometimes it isn't personal. And I I think it's remembering like the recruitment process is it's that it's a process. There is a process that needs to be followed. Sometimes they even say right at the bottom, if we receive too many applicants, we have the right. We reserve the right to like basically stop looking. So it's definitely remembering whatever stage you're at, whether you've interviewed or you've just submitted your application, that you know, unless it is, it isn't personal. <laughs> um, you know, it's just people are doing their jobs, recruiters are doing their jobs, but of course you then also have the recruiters who do just ghost you. <laughs> there is that. It's also remembering some people are not professionals. Um, there is no need to, especially in this day and age where things are automated, if you're working with companies that are professional, um, they will do an automated type of email where they can send an email to a thousand people if they had to, to say thank you for your application. No one likes, you know, that automated copy and paste email, but at least you've heard something. So I guess my advice is, yeah, it's easier said than done, but definitely not taking it personal because it's all part of, it's all part of the learning process as well. Learning curve, especially the further you go into it, once you've done your job interviews, if you don't get it, sure, we all want to hear that, congratulations, you've got the job, but you will know, especially if you work like in a technical field, such as mine, like when we're talking about construction and properties and building, there's there's legislation, there's laws. I remember back in the days, again, when I started, I would, I did a ton of interviews as well. But by the time you've done your third one, if you didn't get it, you know what types of questions you're going to be asked. You know what the technicalities are. So, yeah, I think the phrase that I see a lot is, you know, a job rejection isn't really a rejection. Look at it as a redirection. Cliche as it is, but... It's true, yeah, it's so true. It's a mindset thing as well. Really is. Okay, so we're coming up to halfway, so I'm going to cut you off there because I've definitely like I've got so many questions for you. But um, <laughs> right, so how are you actually doing? How is life? Obviously, getting ready for Christmas and the New Year, and well, by the time this comes out, it will be the New Year. But yeah, h- how are you? I am good. I'm very good. Um, how do you want me to answer this? As if it's the New Year, or no, <laughs> now? As it is now, yeah. As it is now. As it is now, I'm honestly, physically, I'm good. Yeah. Mentally, I've been better. Mm. That's that's the that's the honest answer. Mentally, I've been better. Like I say, I've been stressed with work, stressed yeah. with like family situations. Um, I've learned a lot in the last year and a half. Yeah. 
yeah. done like loads of meditations, loads of like, I can't remember what you said, if it's like self healing type of books, I'm reading all of that. I am, uh, I'm a Christian, but I also like take all of that into account, but also I'm asking more questions, yeah. um, which, which doesn't necessarily, it didn't necessarily come to me naturally again because of cultural reasons but um because I've done a little bit of pushback yeah um it's there is there are consequences to like deviating from the norm so I think that for me has it it affects you up here when you're like okay I'm no longer going to abandon myself abandon my needs I'm going to as you said what do I want what do I want as a person and it's not selfishness but um yeah it's taken its toll in terms of just friends family work yeah um but I'm realizing that everyone actually around me is better for it because I'm not over promising and under delivering which is a classic project management word but (laughs) it can (laughs) it can happen in real life as well you know like People will be more, I've, I've realized people will be more upset with me if I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to lunch with you. And then I cancel last minute. No one wants that kind of friend. Um, so there's been a bit of, yeah, a bit of that. But in terms of how am I, I'm actually good because what I'm grateful for is I've got like a support network that really is actually supportive. And my mom, my sister, my fiance, all my friends are really great um so that's really good oh that's good I love that for you and do you know what I think even Thank just you. reflect on where things are I think it's very clear that even when things are difficult like you've pulled out so many positives and yeah yeah and do you know what because this is what, why I love doing the podcast because I get to have this same check-in every week and see okay how how am I doing how are things yeah. going yeah like I'm not yeah. even at all like how difficult my mental health journey has been especially the past couple of years but I'm starting to find more and more that as each week goes on I'm focused yeah. on more and more of the positives and I think I'm in like it was funny because before we came on here my, my cousin messaged me and he's just going through just a bit of a frustrating time that's the best way to put it and he just wanted to rant a little bit and then he said okay I'm gonna call you and we'll chat but I just wanted to get this out of the way so I could find out how mm-hmm. you are here mm-hmm. one was saying that like you seem really happy the last time you were there. And I was like, do you know what? I actually am because I'm starting to realise that, especially now I'm not properly in therapy every week anymore. Although I could go back at any time, I'm in such a better space that even when things do pop up and I feel like it's difficult, I've got a better system of how I manage that. So whether I turn to G, whether I turn to my parents, whether I turn to my brother, but even in setting those boundaries, like I've really learned that I need time alone. And no offense, yes. I love my mum and dad so much. I know they'd want me to be there 24 7, 365 days a year. But the yeah, one yeah. that puts me in our relationship is saying no to them. I'm still finding it really difficult. And don't yeah. get me wrong, it's so it's hard. hard. It is because you do feel like you're letting people down. But one thing I realized was that for me, and it freaked me out because I realized that culture has, and religion, because we're yep. brought up with a mixture of culture and religion at the same time. It's so intertwined into our subconscious mm. we are that yeah. I was making decisions thinking I was making them. And my brother would call me yeah. out like, is this you making this decision? Or are you doing it because of cultural expectations? Yeah, yeah. I honestly went through a period where I'd have to call my brother or message him to be like, 
right, I've been presented with this opportunity or this is going on. This is yeah. how I'm going to answer. This is what I'm going to do. And he'd be like, yes, that's you. Or no, you're pandering to someone else. And yeah. I obviously had to do that for a few months. And now I'm like, I can make decisions. I'm trusting myself more to go, okay, yeah. even if you are being a bit selfish, it's okay because... Like you said before, when you make those difficult decisions, it, people might feel like they're being let down, but ultimately it actually does help you. It helps your relationships yeah. because you're not yeah. So um yeah, I think I'm in such I'm in a really good place where yes, things are stressful, but I'm just more comfortable yeah. with things for me and like saying yes for me, saying no for me rather than other people. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, I remember this is slightly off topic on topic. I remember someone in my previous job about four years ago, um, she was a really good friend of mine. I still talk to her now and then. Um, colleague, she was a colleague, acquaintance, shall we call it. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, she was like of Indian, Indian background. And I remember her saying, um, obviously like Indians as well say, oh, auntie and like that sort of respect, which we do in our culture. And I remember... She was sat she was sat next to me and I said someone had come up to her. It was another Indian lady um, who was much older than her. But in the work context, this younger woman was like a higher grade, a higher position than the lady. And like she actually said to her, Yes, Auntie, at one point. And I was like, we just had a little chat and she was like, Oh my gosh. Did you notice that I just said, okay, auntie, blah, blah, blah. She was like being a little bit demanding, to be fair. So it's like, it's really hard for me to say no to her, even though I am, by all intents and purposes, her superior. But I ended up saying, yes, auntie. And I was like, yeah, I'm never going to forget that. Um, And I have no idea how she ended up dealing with it. But absolutely. And then, of course, yeah, so she told me, like, you know, her culture, obviously, you respect your elders, you know, religion, her her religion said respect your elders as well. So you then how are you just going to be like, no, sorry, can't do that, Susan. (laughs) Off you go. Like, there's none of that. Especially when it's your subconscious, because you're not actively thinking about it. It makes you so uncomfortable. So it's like, and this is where, like, I love having these conversations, because you do start to think about, and well, I suppose in my mind, I'm thinking it makes me laugh because you're now the third person I've um, had on the podcast that's related to property as well. And the second that's like a business coach or like a coach for careers. And I find that my life and in, in, in terms of synergy, yeah. the people, obviously the people I've chosen to have on the podcast are good because you guys are people that inspire me, that you, you do things that I look at. And I just think, love this. It does something for me. But isn't it funny how... I like I gravitate around similar types of people I find yeah. in similar types of people but I think that's where now I've been able to take a step back and look at who do I surround myself with even if it's just online and scrolling and liking people's stuff but how does that yeah. then inform the decisions that I because again it's not a conscious decision that I've made that I'm only going to have people that are involved in mm-hmm. property it's just going to be black women it's just going to be this or yeah. that and yet here I yeah, am yeah. conscious decisions that you then can't lie that obviously when you are making other decisions, you don't even mm. know when you are doing things. So yeah, it's just, I found it so, so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is. And I'm, I'm grateful actually that 
I still can't remember now if we've even met in person because I feel like we've had so many know. interactions. Yeah, probably <laughs> since like, part yet some year. <laughs> yeah, probably. But yeah, no, I'm grateful as well for those. Um, like, I am challenged to think differently, yeah. whether it's by whether it's by people within my community, within yeah. my culture, or or outside of my culture. Um, it's important. It's important to have. People that think like you and people that don't think like you, because exactly. you really start to say, yeah, is yeah. it, as you've said, is it me making this decision or is this my upbringing? Yeah. Is it because I think mum's going to be disappointed in this decision and, you know, and the rest of it. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. And I think even when you touched before about, like, it's about your mindset, because I definitely do think that the people I've had on so far, in terms of where mm. my mindset's going and how I want next year to be, that's this new version of me. This is me as I'm trying to learn who I kind of now am. So I suppose my yep. next question to you is, knowing how difficult it is to juggle culture, to juggle a relationship that's been mixed, to juggle yeah. work, your side hustles, everything else, like how do, how do you do it? I'm tired just hearing you say all of that. <laughs> I'm tired just hearing you say all of that. In all honesty, going back to the fact that this has been my busiest year of my adult life, yeah. how have I done it? I think I've I actually just finished a call with my sister. Yeah. Um, who just had a baby, you know, oh, we're all really excited. Oh, thank you. So I'm like a new auntie, and I was like, oh wow I'm an auntie that's an extra responsibility I have I have to I have to see but like yeah we were just talking and I said to her um obviously motherhood has you know we all know what motherhood is and the challenges but also the joy that comes with that and I just said to her literally before I got on this is the last voice note that I've sent and I said one day at a time um she was like oh this is so exciting um but at the same time and I was like just and she's also had like some interviews and she's worked she's obviously on like maternity she's juggling a whole lot of things yeah and I was like I can't give you advice on what it's like to be a mum I'm not a mum I've never been but I do know one day at a time and that's really how I've managed this year to be honest um I would say probably like June to September um is when it was like super busy, but I hadn't realized at the time of booking earlier on in the year, (laughs) I was cramming everything into that. So like just maybe a bit more forward thinking. Mm. Um, And yeah, two, three times, two, three things that you're committing to. And I want to make sure that I'm giving everything I'm doing, like giving everything I'm doing and saying yes to 100%. So I've just, yeah, I've taken it one day at a time. Like this week, last week was also, it was like even just down to like, I need to go get my hair braided. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that in itself is like, right, I've got to wash my hair before that. got to go pick the hair. I've got to like do this, do that. It's just, and then I was like, right, next week I'm doing filming. I have to do some work. I've got some yeah. clients. Just, I was like, no, it's in the diary. I know what I'm doing on Monday. Yeah. Like I literally just took it by the day. I yeah. think that's um, yeah. Whether whether or not 
that is how I should be doing it. That's how I've managed so far. But I think just a bit more planning, maybe, for my 2023. Yeah. Um, but I think just also not being hard on myself. Yeah, I was um, just about to say that as well, yeah. Not being hard on myself. Like, I'm such, you know, this whole type A, type B personality. And, you know, if you want to, like, use those phrases and terms. Yeah. And, like, the perfectionist type of personality is definitely me. um I'm very much like in my day job and very much like the person that sets the agenda I don't have meetings without an agenda (laughs) and sometimes life doesn't work that way so when I haven't managed to set an agenda I've sort of been like oh you didn't set an agenda it's okay sometimes um yeah go easy Uh, especially when you know that you're actually trying really hard exactly Um, yeah do you know what I keep getting the advice if you're like if a friend came to you or like your sibling came to you and said what you're saying would you speak Mm. to them the same way and I keep having that in the back of my mind because I'm like I think what I relate so much with the way that like your life is shaped isn't the fact that you juggle so much but when you're so used to doing that it's a lot more difficult to just appreciate that you already achieve so much more than other people would do in a week and you're doing some of that stuff in a day never mind what happens within a yeah. week, within six months, within a year. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah. if you were to sit there and speak to you and a child and just say, and this is something I honestly started doing, I sometimes just say to my mm. child, do you know what? Well done. We've got this. We're doing well. We're doing okay. Yeah. We're not like, we're going to survive yeah. this. And I'm finding that the more yeah. I start to do that, the more I'm like, okay, even if, because I think for me as well, and especially when you work for yourself and you're trying to find that balance between what does family life look like? What does work life look like? What does everything look like? And you're the person that's choosing that. You have a world mm. to choose from. And all those options just yeah. more overwhelming because you're then looking at what society does. You're looking at people working nine to fives. You're looking at how other people shape their lives. And you go, okay, well, this is what looks right. But actually, like you said before, but if, if it's working for you, then there's no reason in questioning why that's working. Just accept it's working Absolutely. until ultimately it doesn't like work anymore or it keeps working rather than like because I feel like we constantly try and like solve a problem sometimes that isn't there yeah yeah look a particular way but it'll never be perfect no no exactly and you had mentioned asking for help earlier that is one that I I I think our personalities are quite similar in that way I'm definitely like you know self-sufficient but sometimes it's to my detriment (laughs) so yeah ask for help as well um just to add on to everything you've just said ask 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 for help if you can so true Um, or you can just accept and help actually because this is going to lead into because we're going to be wrapping up in a sec this one's going to lead to my win of the week so i'll let you say your win of the week first then yeah and i'll do mine sure um let me have a quick little think win of the week I think I think just not being not being hard on myself we've just touched on that like I'm very much like I'm I'm 100% a methodical person like I start my I I don't necessarily do it like on a Sunday or on a Monday and I don't necessarily always write it down but I have a plan even if it's in my head and I'm ticking it off yeah but like I'm just proud of my I think my my biggest moment my little win is that whether I ticked the plan 
off and having completed everything or maybe with just two or three I wasn't hard on myself I, I clapped for myself that I did it <laughs> and also a lot of this is in relation to my my own business that I'm running um, the NHS is a whole different thing there's a yeah. whole set of procedures of what I'm doing with my nine to five but this is an additional thing I have to tell myself sometimes this is your own business yeah. you're setting the time that you're having meetings with exactly. clients you know if it doesn't work and like you and I had to reschedule because I had to travel yeah. it's like again rather than like tell you I can't do it like one day before just say would you mind yeah. um so yeah that's that's my biggest it's okay to like vary plans yeah um and I have managed to do that this week without setting anyone or myself love it see it's yourself even more that's what I'm giving you the clap for love it Jokes. <laughs> mine would be I because I still find it really hard to ask for help so I yeah. thought, let me take it a step back and when people offer to help so I'm at, mm-hmm. like no matter what it is start practicing yes and I've noticed that especially with my partner like my partner is one of the kindest people I've ever ever met to the point where like we'll be sat and we might be eating or doing something. I might flinch to like get up and get a drink or to do anything. And it yeah. straight up. And normally I'm like, no, no, no. And recently I've been like, do you know what? Just allow him, if he wants to do something for you and he's literally yeah. offering, stop saying, no, you've got it. We like, you know, you've got it. You know that you can do anything in your life, but allow yeah. him to do it and see what, like, what's that, what that's like. And I've noticed yeah. that. Not only is it making me happy to like allow him to do that, but it puts a smile on his face. But then, yeah, ultimately, that makes me feel happy because then I'm like, okay, how can I push this like the next level? Where yeah. my thing is, I want to be able to go out and literally say, okay, this is what I want out of life, and I'm going to get it, and I'm going to talk to whoever I need to talk to. I'm going to be un- unapologetic, but I can yeah. see that with these little small steps, if I can do this and feel comfortable, by the time mm-hmm. it's next year, like looking to get my bag, looking to be more financially stable and looking to get other people to work with I'm going to be so unapologetic in how I do it because again I know that I'm not doing things in like a horrible way or to be selfish or whatever else yeah. if, so, if I can start practicing yeah. sort of things at home and it's fine ultimately whenever anyone does yeah. something that might upset me or makes me feel some type of way I'll be able to remember yeah. that actually maybe they're just not my type of person or something's gone wrong and I'll take it less personally, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. This is my way. Oh, amazing, amazing. I, I found this to be so therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, and, that, um, you know, and this just, is why I love to do this because I, I do just want it to be a general conversation. But like I said, I've, I've chosen the people I've chosen so far because you inspire me and there are things that you do. And I think sometimes, especially as black women, especially as women, we forget yeah. we do so much. We forget we juggle so much. And just to sit and have that little bit of time to reflect and to talk to someone, yeah. like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not doing too badly. Yeah, yeah. It's not It's not just me. And it's like taking, taking on, I know that in about two months or even a week or even two days from now, I'd be like, oh, what Chikomo said then, definitely yeah. I yeah. can use that as well. I can use yeah. that in my own personal life. And um, I, I always, I always, I always, like, always, it comes back round full circle. Exactly, yeah. And you know what, thanks so much for being on. I've honestly really enjoyed this. I know, like, obviously this is before Christmas, but when people do watch it, it'll be the new year. Yeah. So we're not looking to set new goals for business, for life, 
for your career, then we're going to have all the links and everything that you'll need below um, wherever you're listening to it, watching it. But um, yeah, okay. everyone has a great Christmas, a great new year. And 2023 is an amazing year because, well, yeah, the world's our oyster. So thank you so much for being on. Absolutely. Thanks so much for inviting me, Chikumar. I had a great time and uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up for sure in 2022. 2023? 2023. <laughs> yeah. We'll this be catching up year. for sure. In, we'll definitely be catching <laughs> up in 2023. Yes. And um, yeah, no, absolutely. Really amazing. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. I enjoyed it. Yeah.